Several years ago, when I served in the International Division of Focus on the Family, I was in Beijing to explore opportunities to expand our work in China. It was the end of my stay, and I was saying goodbye at the airport to a kind Chinese missionary couple who had hosted me for part of my trip. I'd started to move toward the line for boarding my plane when the husband, an earnest man in his thirties, said, We'll be praying for you. Normally, my response to a message like that would be, I'll pray for you too and I would mean it. But for some reason on this day, the Lord prompted me to say something different. I stopped, shifted the bag on my shoulder, and asked, How do you pray for us? The husband hesitated, glanced at his wife, and then turned back to me. I could see he was struggling to find the right words to answer me. Well, he finally said, We are praying for the church in America to get more persecution. He smiled to show he meant no offense. You see, we see you as rather weak. On my flight home, I had many hours to think about this man's statement. He, and obviously others viewing the United States from the outside, believes that we in the U.S. church are weak, no doubt in both our faith and our deeds. To counter our weakness, we need strength, and their solution to give us that strength is to pray for persecution to land on our doorstep. That's not what our prayers are usually about, I thought. We pray for the gospel to reach far and wide. We ask for protection for our families and loved ones. We seek deliverance from trials. And yes, we ask God for strength to get through the hard times. But pray for persecution? The more I thought about it, however, the more I realized that my missionary friend was on to something. In my various roles at Focus on the Family, most recently as president, I've come into contact with many, many hurting people in the United States and around the world. These men and women are struggling. They feel distressed, useless, and vulnerable. Some of the most devastated of all are Christians. They gave their hearts to Christ and anticipated a better life, but instead they discovered trial and pain. You might be one of them. Yet in my travels, I have also encountered another group of Christian men, women, and children. They too face trauma and heartache, yet they are not overwhelmed. You could even say that they embrace their pain. Though the anguish is just as real to them, their ability to cope is radically different. At a point of incalculable weakness, somehow they tap into a new power that lifts them beyond where they started. They are growing stronger.